Welcome to everybody. It's a great pleasure for me to share from God's word of you and uh, to pass on to you the, the pleasure which I received in preparing this message. Uh, as you'll be aware, over the past few weeks, we witnessed the greatest sporting event uh, known to man, which takes place every four years. I'm talking about the Olympics. Uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll appreciate and you'll be interested in the fact that all those athletes, they prepare for four years, they prepare with great vigor for four years to be able to take part in an event which lasts just two weeks. It's interesting that we, we see a particular phenomenon during the Olympics, that is the phenomenon of competition, to compete. Uh, different countries prepare, different teams prepare, and individuals prepare. Each individual taking part in the Olympics prepares to compete as an individual and as part of a team. And in our, in our lives as well, we see, the, the, we see competition. We try to compete in different areas. Sometimes we do well, sometimes we don't do so well. Sometimes we compete for good purposes, sometimes we compete for bad purposes. I'm sure if we, if we think of our own lives, we're convinced that we, we compete and we spend energy on good purposes for other people. I saw that the subject which I want to share with you today, I have called two perspectives, two different perspectives. And as I progress, you'll see more why I've called it two perspectives, what those perspectives are. Sarmos, Yotanasun Yerek, it's a mark cartam. I like to speak from Psalm 73. It's quite a long psalm, but hopefully uh, you'll, you'll bear with me as I read. Uh, 
եւ նրանց մարմինը փափուկ է նրանք մարտին եղության մեջ չեն եւ ուրիշ մարդկանց հետ չեն տանջվում սրա համար անբարտավանությունը վզանոցիպես պատում է նրանց եւ բռնությունը զարդարանքիպես ծածկում է նրանց նրանց աչքերը պարատությունից դուրս են գալիս իրանց սրտի խորհուրդներիպես են կենցաղավարվում ծիծաղում են եւ չարությունով բռնություն խոսում բարձրից են խոսում իրանց բերանը երկնքումն են դնում բայց նրանց լեզուն երկրի մեջ է մանգալիս սրա համար նրա ժողովուրդը այստեղ է դառնում եւ լիությունով ջուր են քամում իրանց համար եւ ասում են աստված ինչպես գիտե եւ գիտություն կա բարձրելու մոտ ահա սրանք են անբարիշները որ հաջողակ են աշխարկումս եւ ավելացնում են հարստությունը իրավի որ իմ սիրտն զուր տեղն են զուր տեղն եմ սրփում եւ իմ ձերքերը սրփությունով լվանում եւ ամեն օր տանջվում եմ եւ խրատվում ամեն առավոտ եթե ասեի թե ես էլ նրանց նման կխոսիմ ահա քո որդկանց ազգին ներգություն կանեի եւ ես միտ կարի որ իմ անամ այս սակայն դժվար էր իմ աչքերի առաջին մինչե որ աստծո սրփության տեղը մտա եւ նրանց վերջն իմացա իրավի որ դու նրանց հետ նրանց հեշտ սահելու տեղ ես տնում կործանվելու մեջ ես գցում նրանց ինչպես հանկարծակի փչանում սատակվում կորչում են զարհուրանքով ինչպես երազն է զարթնելուց հետո այնպես դուտ էր զարթնելիս կանարկես նրանց պատկերը եւ որ դառն ցավեցավ իմ սիրտը եւ իմ երկամունքներիցը խոցվեց խոցվեցա այն ժամանակ ես հիմար եղա եւ չիմացա ինչպես անասուն եղաքո առաջին բայց միշտ քեզ հետ են դու իմ այլ ձերքից բռնեցիր դու առաջնորդում ես ինձ քո խորհրդովը եւ վերջը փարքով կընդունես ինձ ով ունիմ ես երկնքումը եւ քեզանիս ջոկ բան չունի բան չեմ ուզում երկրի վրա թե եւ մարմինս ու սիրտս մաշվին աստված հավիտյան իմ սրտի ուժն ու իմ բաժինն է որովհետեւ ահա քեզանից հերացողները կկորչեն դու կսատակեցնես բոլոր քեզ դեմ շնացողին բայց ինձ համար բարի է որ մոտենամ աստուն իմ հույսը տեր աստծո վրա եմ դնում որքո ամեն գործերը պատմեն Surely God is good to Israel to those who are pure in heart but as for me my feet had almost slipped i had nearly lost my foothold for i envied the arrogant when i saw the prosperity of the wicked they have no struggles their bodies are healthy and strong they are free from the burdens common to man they are not plagued by human ills therefore pride is their necklace they clothe themselves with violence from their callous hearts comes iniquity the evil conceits of their minds know no limits they scoff and speak with malice in the arrogance they threaten oppression their mouths lay claim to heaven and their tongues take possession of the earth therefore their people turn to them and drink up waters in abundance they say how can god know does the most high have knowledge this is what the wicked are like always carefree they increase in wealth surely in vain have i kept my heart pure in vain have i washed my hands in innocence all day long i have been plagued i have been punished every morning if i had said i will speak thus i would have betrayed your children when i tried to understand all this it was oppressive to me till i entered the sanctuary of god then i understood their final destiny surely you placed them on slippery ground you cast them down to ruin 
How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. As a dream when one awakes, so when you arise, O Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, I was senseless and ignorant. I was a brute beast before you. Yet I am always with you. You hold me by your right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterwards you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you, and earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the Sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. Uh, we know that David wrote most of the Psalms, and that's why they're often called the Psalms of David. But we know that the Psalms are also written by other people other than David. We know that Moses wrote some Psalms. And we see today that the Psalm 73 was written by someone called Asaph. Asaph was a follower of God just like you and I. Uh, just as we understood from reading the psalm, Asaph had gone through a very difficult period. And it could be that you and I have gone through a difficult time like that or experiencing a difficult time like that at the moment. And when we go through this, different things come to our minds. One of the biggest questions that could come to our mind is, does God really exist? Uh, I'm sure that uh, if you follow the news, you'll be aware that uh, over the past couple of years in the UK, particularly in London, the number of killings uh, amongst uh, teenagers aged 15 to 20 has increased a great deal. Why is this happening? No one really knows. We don't know why it happens, but you'll, you'll hear on the news, for example, that a 15-year-old has killed another 15-year-old with a knife. They speak of the parents. The parents say many things. Uh, I've heard some saying, uh, some people who give commentary, parents who give commentary who are Christians, saying, well, I'm sure the situation will change. But others say, if God exists, why did this happen to my child? Why? And so they bring God into the question. Mm. 
պատճար չունի իրեն այդ հարցին պատասխան տա կամ այդ վիճակից դուրս կա ուղակի աստծուն է մեղադրում It's interesting to see how people when they when they have no rational answer to a problem bring God into the question suddenly they 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 demand an answer from God In someone in a pattern It happens to me as well Եվ որ դժվար վիճակների մեջ եմ եղել որ ոչ մի ճանապարհ չեմ ունեցել ոչ մի պատասխան չեմ ունեցել When I've been in a difficult situation where there hasn't been any way out Ասապին նման ասել եմ իզուր տեղնի իմ ձերքերը սուր պահում Just like Asaph I've said to myself surely in vain have I kept my heart pure Եվ ես այս կանտարիքո հետևից եմ եկել ինչու ինչու I say God I followed you all these years why why is this happening to me Բայց հետաքրքիրա եւ որ աստծո խոսք կարդում ենք աստված ամեն հարսի պատասխանին But what's interesting to see is that when we read the word of God we see answers to all the questions Գոնե շատ հարսերի պատասխանը Maybe not all but many many most Ուրեմն եթե մեր տեսանկյունը կյանքի եւ աշխարհի նկատմամբ ճիշտ լինի կյանքի չափանիշները եւ արժեքները բոլորովին մեզ համար կփոխ So if our perspective towards life is correct then the criteria by which we judge success in life will change completely. So here's an important question that we have to answer. How should we look at life? How should we judge life? What should our perspective be? as towards life and and just the world in general. Es hartsin patasxan talu hamar yerku ketem uzum nishel. Answer this question as two points I'd like to raise. Arachine sae vor sagmos hents 73 mekits minchev ta 4 hamari mech tesnum ek martkain tesanki. The first perspective we we read about in Psalm 73 verses 1 to 14 the human perspective on life. Asap mek mekat martel Asaph was a human being. Iren amen tsangutyunero. He had all the same desires that people have. Iren amen dzhvarutyunero. All the problems that people have. Saverov ivandutyunero. He had this pain, he had sickness just like everyone else. Antanikov. He had a family. Menakutyan mej. In in when he was alone. Takhrutyan mej, urakhutyan mej. In happiness. Yefor bolorovin husatvatse. When he was depressed. Yefor and when he was elated he was a man we see by reading the psalm that Asaph he looks at the lives of other people he looks at different people and he sees how they have success in their lives many of them have become quite rich and they've achieved success in different areas of their lives and start Asaph starts to look at all this and he starts to really complain he starts to moan about it maybe we do that too when we look at different people in the world around us around us even amongst ourselves perhaps within the church make us 
بولور خوسکس یه فرم دوسی I'm sure you've had a lot of people say that life is so short, eat, drink and have a good time. Like the rich person we read about in the Bible. He says, eat, drink and be merry and uh, enjoy life. Life is just a short stop. Everything will go. Everything will finish. But some people like Asaph start to complain. When they look at the people in the world around them. They say, Asaph says, how can it be possible with all of their evil doing that they are so successful and, and they're going forward in life. I don't want to go into a great amount of detail here. I want to stick to what the psalm says. Those people who live with the fear of God are God-fearing people. We see many examples of people like this in the Bible. We see that they have difficulties in their life. Jesus said, if you follow me, you will suffer. Let's look and see what are the reasons, what causes us as believers to look at situations around us from a, with a worldly perspective. I think the first reason is we do that because of our emotional states, our emotions. Uh, our emotions prevent us from discerning situations and we're unable to discern the difference between a worldly response to a situation and a godly response to a situation. Our needs. When we have a lot of needs or we need anything in particular, 
Sometimes our perspective towards life can change. Our will, our human will, if we want to carry out our own will, and not particularly God's will. And because of that, we end up in Asaph's situation. When we look at things just from the surface, from the external, the, the example of Jonah in the Bible is very clear. Uh, sorry, the example of Lot. When he sees the green pasture, he sees the country, he wants to take that. Uh, Our weaknesses for example we see in numbers 13 we see the example of the 10 spies that were sent to scout out the territory and they came back disheartened because they looked on things uh, from a human perspective. Our lack of faith. Uh, we see this a lot in, Je- in Jesus' disciples. The disciples were of Jesus day and night. And they saw amazing things. But suddenly they were filled with lack of faith. And all these things I have mentioned can, can serve as causes for us to look on life with a worldly perspective. But if our perspective towards life is correct, then the criteria and values of which we judge life will change completely. What is the alternative, the second perspective on offer? It's God's perspective. Uh, the same psalm from verse 15 to the end of the psalm. What is God's perspective? What is God's perspective? When we come to the conclusion that God is sovereign over everything, everything is under God's control, and nothing is concealed from His sight. Who do we see this? Whose life do we see this at work in? Can you remember? There was someone in the Bible who was in this particular situation. Yeah. Job went through all kinds of pain and suffering in his life, but at the end of his life, he confessed that everything is under God's control, that God is sovereign over everything. Uh, 
And these examples help us to live in the same way. Looking at life with God's perspective means to trust in God's righteousness and justice. Because God is with us. He deals justly with everyone, with believers and unbelievers. In the end, we'll understand fully what God's justice really is. And we'll see in the end what happens to, to, to human, uh, to mankind. What are the things which cause us to look at life with a spiritual perspective? We see this in uh, Asaph's psalm. And we sung about it today. And last week, Melina shared about it when she was leading the worship. When we enter the holy presence of God. When we enter God's presence, all of this should motivate us, to, the difficulties we have should motivate us to cling to God more and to know Him more. It should be a reason for us to know and understand God's power more and to trust in Him more. To understand God's power more in my life and in your life. To understand what God can really do in our lives. Just as He has done in the lives of people throughout the Bible, throughout history. We'll understand God's presence more in our lives. And His presence will become more real to us. When we enter God's presence, it can be very difficult for us. It's a, it's a reason for us to come closer to Him. That's our real need to enter his presence. Our difficulties like this causes us to understand just how much God cares about us and thinks about us. When we're in difficult circumstances like Asaph, we think, 
we could have been really blessed during that time. But we could have really sought the Lord through, for all those years, but instead we were sidetracked by looking at other people's lives. Instead, we can get to know Him better. Instead, we can get to know Him better. 
word of God encourages each of us to come closer to him, to understand that it's good for us to come closer to him. And not to look back. Shot aveli ansialit, modenagastu. Ah, sorry. To to come closer to God than we have been in the past. Nunis shot aveli yerek urbanit. And to be closer to God today than we were yesterday. Hima borastu khos kemezi aispes kentani nemushet su istali. As God gives us a living example here. Yekek aisor elmenk bolorovi merke anka apavinek teyoch. Let us. Today, decide to completely trust our lives to God. Because He's a righteous God. And He treats us with, with mercy and with righteousness. So if our perspective towards life and towards people changes, if it's a correct perspective, then the criteria of which and the values of which we judge life will change completely. And we'll look on life with God's perspective and with God's eyes. And many things in our life will become more peaceful, I'm sure. We can't change many things in our life. Maybe our perspective will change. We'll be able to say that God is sovereign. He's in control over everything. May God bless his word to you. Thank you very much to Babkin for, for the message. I'm certain Shad Shad Hosets, Anzam I'm certain Hosets, Hat Kapes Hosets, Carnivore, Im Kankum, Chikidem Zermotin Spese, but Im Kankum Yerpies Borokumem Kam, Dejvarutsnerove Mansnum, Shad Heste Ins Hamar, Chuzenal Astu Hoske Batzel. just to sit and moan and complain and feel sorry for ourselves and maybe complain to people around us. But uh, the real tonic, the real medicine for our state is really only in the Word of God. And just as he was reading the beginning of Psalm 73, I could feel my spirit lifting so much. I could feel the psalm entering my spirit and, and, and renewing me and 
it was really helpful, I think, for me and I hope for you to, to realize that this is the solution. God's Word and His presence is the only solution to our, to our um, inner depression and, and uh, disillusionment. So, Shmakalutun Bapkeninu, Shoski Hamad Parti Rocha, Shoski Hamadiev, Yekeng Pakeng Me Jorova Avotkov. Let's close uh, in prayer. Տերորմենք <speaking in foreign language> Եվ հոգևոր, եվ անձնական, տեր ես ուզում եմ խնդրեմ, որ դու մեզ յուրականչուրիս այցելես եվ ուղակի ազատես եվ բժշկես այդ անդաթար համեմատելու հիվանդությունից տեր, որ աչու ձախ չնայենք, այլ մենակ կեզ նայենք տեր, Եվ օգնիվ տեր, որ մենք չլինենք ծույլ, չլինենք չհոգնենք, այլ թեքուս հիաստապության մեջ տեր, կո խոսկը կարթանք և կո ներկայությունը պնդրենք, որ դրա մեջ տեր մենք համոզված ենք, որ գտնենք disillusionment and endless comparisons of others, Lord, we would not look down, but we would look up. We wouldn't look to the side what other people are doing or what they have and what we don't have. But Lord, we would look up to you and we would find our joy and our peace and our value, Lord, in your word and in your presence. And Father, I pray you give us the perseverance and the discipline to do that on a daily basis and not to be sidetracked with the lies of the enemy, but the riches and comforts of this world can give us what we really need. Lord, we know that you are the only one we need. And I pray that you teach each of us, as Babkin said, just every day to go one step further into knowing you more. And Father, I pray that we persevere in that. It's not easy, Lord, we go. Sometimes we make five steps forward and ten steps back. But Lord, I pray we just keep going forward, Lord, because in you is truth, and only in you is truth and meaning, Lord God. I pray all these things for all of us. In Jesus' name, Amen.